8.32, US President Donald Trump ordered the trade representative from his country to use all available means to change the WTO policy of granting developing country status to large economies. That would target China, but also Mexico, South Korea, Turkey. And concerned about any changes that Trump's memo would bring here, local media outlets have been weighing in. Jamie Sung, good morning to you. Good morning, Alex. It's, it's not just the WTO. I mean, we are recognised in this country by the uh, OECD, which is often a, a way of ranking and listing developed mm-hmm. nations. But Seoul Economic Daily has weighed in. It said uh, it appears Trump is pressuring China, particularly ahead of their high-level trade talks. Exactly. The paper first said Trump singled out China for enjoying unwarranted benefits in international trade by claiming developing country status despite having the second largest GDP in the world after the United States. And then the paper said the U.S. submitted a proposal at the WTO in January as well, demanding that members of the OECD, like you said, or the group of 20 countries classified as high-income economies by the World Bank and account for no less than 0.5% of global merchandise trade, should not be granted developing country status. The paper said we cannot be sure that Korea will be able to maintain its developing country status in agriculture at the WTO because it meets all four conditions. It said while it won't be easy to change rules as the WTO decisions require unanimity, the U.S. will likely apply trade pressure in bilateral relations with Korea. Right. I mean, it's, it's just um, a complex picture. As I said before, you can look at the OECD. You can look at other trade indicators which, which, which show great differences between developed nations uh, and those considered developing. What did the Seoul Economic Daily suggest Seoul should do? Well, the paper pointed out the U.S. is already asking Korea to lower rice tariffs to 200 to 300 percent from the current 513 percent. And it said Korea is in a dire situation because its countermeasures to Japan's economic retaliation would also face a limit if the U.S. further steps up its attack against the WTO to debilitate it. The paper said if the WTO regime, which is the foundation of free trade order, is rattled, it'll deal a huge blow to Korea as it's a small-sized open economy, 70% of which is from trade. So the paper urged Seoul to thoroughly consider the economic shock that will be brought on by the U.S.'s measures and devise a measured response. Yeah, this is the thing. In some developed economies, you will find that uh, most of their production is is based on their domestic market, but we're still this export-oriented economy, which is a huge factor there. The the Hangulgilbo expressed great concern about the impact of Trump's memorandum on, on the local rice industry, particularly. Yes, it did. As we said, Korea is granted developing country status in agriculture only at the WTO. And the Hangogiribo was concerned that Korea's high tariffs on key agricultural products such as rice, as well as agricultural subsidies, will take a significant hit if the country loses its status. The paper explained the WTO's developing country status was devised to include more countries in its rules-based free trade order. By providing special treatment to nations in accordance with their individual competitiveness in different sectors, because unlimited free trade inherently puts advanced economies at an advantage, of course. Korea is allowed to impose high tariffs on the rice imported from the U.S. and China, 
to prevent the collapse of its own rice industry. And the Hangogilbo said Trump's memo is gravely concerning in that it could weaken the WTO regime and amplify confusion in regard to global trade. And this is why we're appealing to the WTO on this whole Japan front as, as an aside. Um, but the Hangogilbo addressed the WTO analysis on the ramifications of global trade protectionism and its report on potential economic effects of a global trade conflict. Can you tell us about that? Sure. The paper said the WTO analysis showed trade protectionism in countries such as the United States gave rise to 127 new trade restrictive measures in the global market last year. And the trade coverage of new restrictions reached a record high level. As for the WTO report on the effects of a global trade conflict, the Hangogilbo said Korea was cited as a country that'll take the biggest hit under a global trade conflict scenario in 2022. What was the paper's advice then? It said the Korean economy has been suffering from a triple-faceted wave from the U.S.'s consistent trade attacks since the launch of the Trump administration, trade conflict with China since the deployment of the U.S. missile defense system, as well as Japan's economic retaliation. Apart from dealing with the third issue regarding Japan, the paper argued that it's time for Seoul to build new trade strategies under the assumption that trade protectionism will persist in the future. And also moving on to the Sege Ilboy, it had a gloomy projection, not only for agriculture here, but the entire Korean economy, saying Trump's direction has made matters worse, given what's already happening with Japan. Yeah, first, the paper claimed that Korea's agricultural industry will be pushed toward the brink of a precipice if we lose our developing country status in agriculture at the WTO. It also cited the WTO report on the trade coverage of newly implemented import restrictions to argue that Korea will bear a greater brunt because we so heavily rely on exports. Uh, The paper also mentioned that the WTO report estimated Korea's real GDP will drop 3.34% in 2022 under a global trade conflict scenario, the second biggest fall following ASEAN's 4.12% and followed by Canada's 3.32%. The paper then added the operating profit of 125 publicly listed companies fell 37% year-on-year in the first half of 2019, and 4 out of 10 businesses failed to pay corporate taxes due to the lack of net profit, according to the National Tax Service. So in general, you could say the paper painted a pretty bleak picture. Yeah, it, it certainly seems that way. But the Sergei Ilbor said the government's minimum wage hike and the, and the income-led growth policy added fuel to the slowdown, putting SMEs at peril. Uh, a opportunity to have a little dig politically as well. There, mm-hmm. then. Yes, especially criticized Special Committee Chairperson for Income-Led Growth Hong Jang-pyo for his remark from Saturday that they haven't given up on income-led growth and in mid to long term, a tax raise could happen again. The paper claimed it's a fact that the government's pro-labor anti-business policies, including the minimum wage hike, are what led SMEs to financial difficulties and accelerated Korea's economic slowdown. It also argued now is not the time to mention a tax raise because taxes should actually be reduced rather to stimulate the economy. Lastly, the paper urged the Korean government to swiftly respond to Japan's repeated trade pressures and retaliation and to foster industry's competitiveness through regulatory reform in order to set the national economy on the right track. Jamie Sung, thank you. We're going to leave it there. Good to have you here with us. Thanks for having me.